I don't know about you, but I have some pretty ruthless, mean inner critics that talk to me on a daily basis. You know what I'm talking about here? These are the voices inside your head that tell you you aren't enough. You're not good enough. Who are you to think that you can do that thing that you want to do? And I recently was at a retreat where an amazing lady called Katie Grenier came along and ran a workshop on your inner critics. And within even the first few moments of that workshop, she asked us some questions that absolutely transformed the way in which I now think about my inner critic. And that's what today's episode of Untapped is all about. Welcome to Untapped, a weekly podcast where you can learn, apply and share how to go beyond your human potential to live your best possible life. Join me, Natalie Sisson, on my personal challenges and experiments, including training for triathlons, as well as my interviews with inspiring everyday people who've pushed through their own mental, physical, and entrepreneurial boundaries to reach their full potential. So the first thing that Katie asked us to do was identify our definition of an inner critic. And we had to stand across from another person in the workshop and basically had 60 seconds each to tell each other our version. Now, I had actually never really thought through my own description for this. And as I was speaking to the lovely person across from me who was listening intently, I had a freaking breakthrough moment because they said to me, I believe it's a safety net and a protection mechanism that we use to make sure that we're okay. So we tell ourselves, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that because you might get hurt or because you might fail and therefore you are going to get hurt, or you're maybe, you know, you don't want to set yourself up for humiliation. When I went to tell them my definition, I realized that my vision of an inner critic is just a mirror. It is reflecting back to me all the things that I hope and dream and aspire to be. So in essence, it is a truth vehicle. The inner critic is telling me exactly where I need to show up in life where I need to step forward and really go for it. It is showing me the thing that I most deeply care about, the thing that I really, really want to do. And as I reflected that back to them, I was like, whoa, this completely reframes how I see inner critics. Because up until that point, they had been the voice of judgment, the voice of all the things that were wrong with me or all the ways in which I wasn't good enough. They were some of my harshest critics and just this annoying, nagging voice that stopped me from going further. Now, I've developed a pretty good resilience to my own inner critics over the years where I will, much like my attitude to fear, which is I will take fear out for lunch with me, address them, thank them for their concerns, and then tell them to bugger off and pay the bill. And I'd never actually done that with my inner critics because I didn't view them as fear. I just view them as this nagging, judgmental voice. Now, that was the second thing that really rocked my world was Katie then went on to ask us, what is your inner critic? Is it a person? Is it an object? You know, is it a thing? And quite a lot of people in the workshop reported back that it was their mother's voice or it was some kind of monster. And many people in that workshop had a visual for their inner critic. Some of them even had a name for it and they could directly identify it. And I realized that mine was never objectified. It was simply a voice in the very prefrontal cortex of my brain that actually was me. It was my own worst version of me being a bit of a biatch, if I'm going to be really honest. And I was listening to it because it was me. 
So the minute she mentioned that, I decided to think about the different versions of my inner critic and start labeling them, giving them a name, giving them a form, because the minute you can objectify something or basically humanize it, it becomes way easier to deal with, right? It really does. So that in itself was another fantastic question that really allowed me to go, okay, great. I have now got my definition of what an inner critic is, and I've turned it into something really powerful. It is the voice of reason. It is my truth and where I have to show up in this world. And the second thing was that if I humanize the inner critic, then I can actually have a conversation with them and say, hey, you know what, Natalie, that is great that you are fearful about that thing or that you are saying right now, you can't do that thing. Because in essence, if I flip it and reframe it, you're saying I am more than capable of doing that thing. So now let's dig deeper into why currently I'm not. What's stopping me? Where do I need to show up? What skills do I need? What experience do I need? Maybe what mentors or help or advice or support do I need to go out and get to make sure that I actually do this thing? Do you know what's really funny is while I'm recording this podcast and I've got this big mic up to my mouth, I am like pacing and rocking around the room because I've got lots of energy around this. This is a fundamental shift in my life. And I think this is something that absolutely every single one of us has and has to deal with. So we might as well come up with solutions on how to deal with it, right? So I hope that my version of doing that is something that you can apply to your own inner critics. And maybe right now you can start calling them your mirrors or your voice of reason or truth or your greatest ally and support, (laughs) whatever you want to rename them. So these were just some really fascinating things that came out of the workshop. And during the workshop, Katie had us do some visuals. So we actually drew out some of our inner critics. Most of us have more than one. And I found it really interesting. That's when I realized I didn't have a visual or an object for my inner critics. They were just a voice because people were drawing all sorts of things like flames and expansiveness and trees and all sorts of things that sort of made them realize and understand which of their inner critics showed up at different times. So whether when they were being a mum or a father or a brother or a sister, or when they were attempting to do something in their professional life, or when they were in relationship mode, you know, we have inner critics that show up in every facet of our life around money, around health, around personal growth. And so drawing these kind of random visuals didn't work quite as well for me, but it was really fascinating because, as I said, it did create a object or a way of humanizing the inner critic. The next thing that Katie got us to do was stand on an invisible spectrum, an invisible line, one end to the other, and say, does your inner critic shout at you or does it whisper at you? Uh, So everybody went up and lined up somewhere on that line from extreme shouting to uh, extreme whispering. And uh, that was another fascinating thing to see all the people in the room. So there were maybe around 30 of us. And I actually realized that my inner critic shouts at me, not not really loud, but it's very forceful and like blah, 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 Natalie. And then for other people, it whispered at them. And so I was quite thankful that my inner critic or my mirror shouted at me because at least I got the message loud and clear. And it was very straightforward and very upfront with me, which is exactly how I am with myself. So that made a lot of sense. But for some people, it was always whispering. It was just kind of in the back of their mind and just undermining their confidence or undermining what they thought. And then the next question was really fascinating, again, because Katie asked us to stand on that spectrum of, do you find comfort in your inner critic? Like, do you give way to it? Do you say, yes, yes, I agree. No, no, you're totally right. Or do you ignore it? 
And I was definitely up the ignore it end because while I heed the advice or the the judgment that comes forth, I can choose to ignore it. I can say, once again, thank you so much for that. Now bugger off. Um, but for a lot of people, they were very much accepting of that. So they were giving into that fear or that judgment and they were saying, yeah, no, you must be right. So ask yourself that question as well. Where do you stand on that spectrum? Do you listen to your inner critic? Do you silence it? Or do you absolutely take it on board? Now, there are good times to silence your inner critic, right? It may just be absolute, as I said, fear or judgment, and you just need to nip that in the bud right away. But there are also times when your inner critic is going to serve you. You know, you may be trying to do something absolutely crazy, outrageous that might harm you. It might harm your reputation. It might harm people that you love because you're simply not thinking straight or potentially you're being a little selfish or you really haven't thought this move through or this thing that you're going to do through. So it's up to you to really appreciate, do you need to silence your inner critic or do you actually need to heed it and take the goodness out of that and turn it into an awesome outcome? So again, this was just really interesting stuff. I had never, ever thought this deeply through my inner critics. I had simply just listened to them all my life or ignored them as I like to say. But now that I have this powerful tool that ultimately I kind of came to my own definition of in the first few minutes of this workshop, I've just got a whole new appreciation for inner critics and what I like to call them as now my mirrors of truth. So I would love for you to think through what I'm talking about here, maybe answer some of these questions for yourself and really have a play with how you can adapt and change the inner voice or maybe even the inner visual that you have in your head that often is talking to you a freaking bazillion times a day because this is something that we all live with. And Katie um, works from Thailand. She has an international organization that do workshops on this and leadership, um, which is amazing. And I will link to that in the show notes, which you can find across at nataliesisson.com forward slash podcast. I'm just referring you to that one URL from now on, because when you go to that page, I've created a really pretty new page where you can see all the previous episodes and you can also subscribe to get them fresh via email the minute they go live. So I would love for you to go to nataliesisson.com forward slash podcast. However, I have also done a vlog about this and I've also linked to Katie and her amazing workshops in that vlog. And again, you can go to nataliesisson.com forward slash vlog, V-L-O-G. Um, I'm doing twice a week vlogs right now and once a week podcasts in my own mission to basically turn up and add value, to learn and then to teach what I'm learning about tapping into your true potential. So Really, really appreciate if you can come support me on my content creation journey this year. And that's the best way to, I guess, stay up to date with the mission that I'm on to really help you and I to be the best version of ourselves. Well, not quite enough about that. The next thing that I wanted to add is that sometimes you'll see a crossover because I'm well aware that in this day and age when we are bombarded with different forms of content across all sorts of mediums that you may have a preferred way of tuning in. So I personally am loving audiobooks right now and I listen to a lot of them when I'm out training for triathlons. I also freaking love videos and YouTube is kind of my go-to for just short, sharp updates from people that I enjoy listening to, to learn concepts really quickly because I'm a very visual person. 
And also, I do really enjoy reading, so I will read books at night. But I'm finding that for things that I want to learn, watching a video or listening to an audio and then taking my own notes is my preferred source of learning and really, really absorbing that. And research has shown that if you write your own cliff notes, really, to anything that you're learning, you're going to understand it more fully. And the way to take it even further is to teach it. So here I am teaching you and I about how to be awesome. That is my episode for today on Untapped. I hope that you have started the ball rolling in terms of thinking and reframing how you use your inner critic to show up as a force for good in your life. And that's the name of the vlog about this, how to use your inner critic as a force for good. Because the minute that I reframed, I was like, wow, how powerful. Whenever I hear myself in my own head now, I can switch off quickly or I can say thank you for showing me the truth of where I'm not necessarily showing up yet or showing me what I'd so deeply care about. And I really hope that this is something that is going to work for you as well when it comes to your inner critics. Once again, if you want to get the full notes and any links that I've talked to here, some further info, my vlog, Katie's workshops, where you'll learn way more about this, but also how to turn up as a leader and so many more beautiful things. She's an amazing facilitator. Then come across to nataliesisson.com forward slash podcast, and you'll be able to see the latest episode there. And also at the bottom of that page is a little place for you to be able to share, support, or donate to me doing these podcasts and vlogs and creating all this content. It takes time, energy and effort and I want to keep this show advertisement free, sponsorship free. So if you feel like shouting me a coffee or just saying, hey, you know, Natalie, I appreciate you and what you're turning up here to do, then please feel free to do so at the link you'll see on that page. All right. Next week's episode, I'm going to be talking about the next step in conquering your mind and this is going to cover how to use your best heroic self, how to tap into your alter ego. This one's going to be juicy. So tune in next week. Please subscribe on whatever podcast listener you are listening to this in. I'm on iTunes. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on all sorts of places. Just search for Untapped by Natalie Sisson and subscribe. That would be awesome. And then you'll get the fresh episodes as soon as they come out. Here's to being the best version of yourself and untapping the potential that lies within you.